Hey, you're listening to Featuring Filmmakers, a podcast where we talk to people in the filmmaking industry about their projects and the creative process behind making them. My name is JJ. And I'm Amanda. And this is Featuring Filmmakers. As always, we recommend checking out this episode on the blog so that you can watch the full project and get context into everything that we discuss on this episode. Today we're talking to Austin Schwitzenberg, who lives and works primarily as a DP in Brooklyn, New York. Um, And the project we're discussing is a music video for a band called Zusha. They are a Hasidic Jew band and are well-known within that community. Um, Austin was able to connect with them through some mutual friends and collaborated on this music video. And I'm really excited to talk about it. It provides a unique look into a culture that many of us are not familiar with. Um, And it does it in a very artistic and creative way. And it's just visually such a fun video to watch and engage with. So I'm excited to dive into it. And without further ado, here's Austin. Okay, so Austin, I know you as a DP primarily, but on this music video, were you director and DP? Or what was your role on this music video? Yeah, so I actually, I don't direct things, but this is the, it was just too good. Like I was so excited to, about this video and the concept. I was like, I have to do this. So, um, and it was, I was working with a smaller budget. So I really just kept it real small. And I reached out to a good friend of mine, Tom, He's a DP, so I had him kind of co-direct it with me because we're we're both. He's like a director DP. I'm like primarily a DP, but I was like, I don't know how to direct things, <laughs> um, so I had him kind of step in as co-director, and so which was probably the best decision I made because it it just I'm just so happy with how it turned out. It just is the funnest thing of definitely the highlight of 2022 for me project wise is this music video. Heck yeah, it's so fun. Um, Okay, I do have a I do have a question though. How did you get connected with this artist? Yeah, so uh, it's a band called Zusha, and my friend, his name's Jonathan Seal. He's a like a recording engineer, does music and stuff. Uh, so yeah, I just I'd worked with Jonathan a few times, uh, and he he brought me in to record them in the studio one time. So I just I did a Steadicam session with them where I was just kind of doing one takes while they were just like hanging out, doing their thing. Uh, they were celebrating something. I don't really know too much uh, culturally, but they were they were there celebrating something and I was just doing a bunch of like one takes in the studio as they like jammed and ate food and drank scotch. <laughs> Yum. It was so fun. It was so fun. So that was, the first, that was the first job I did with Zusha. Um, and yeah, like I said, it was through my friend Jonathan Seal. And, uh, and then from there, I just kind of became friends with the two guys in Zusha, their names are Zach and Shlomo, and they're just very, very wonderful human beings. And uh, so Zach hit me up to kind of just come out and film some stuff at a concert for them as well. So I was like, heck yeah, I'll come to that. And it was at the concert where I realized, I'm like, oh my gosh, these these dudes are like so fun. And they just throw these parties essentially. Um, and so, I had a really good time at the show. And then, yeah, like I said, I just kind of became friends with them. And so Zach, uh, who is in Zusha, he hit me up and was like, yo, would you ever do a music video? And I said, yes. Heck yes. <laughs> and essentially from there, it was it was just like I, they sent me the song and I just like, 
I listened to it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a riot. And and what I did is I just stayed up one night till like three in the morning. And I just, I I realized it's also going to be like culturally sensitive. So Mm -hmm. I just like kind of deep dove into their culture and, um, and just, I, I, I went on Google images and I just searched different things and like, Anything that I found interesting, I was just like pulling them. I just pulled like, I went through thousands of photos and I probably ended up with like a hundred. And uh, from there, I just made a little mood board and I just kind of connected with them and I just had lots of questions. And I just asked them like, oh, what is this that you do? What is like, you know? And uh, so I tried as best as I could to just kind of understand the traditions and the celebrations that they have. And I wanted the video to feel that and capture that as well as being like entertaining. You know, I just was like, I just want to see these guys dancing and having a good time. Cause that's what I saw when I went to the concert. I'm like, these, <laughs> they're so fun, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to make wow. something that was special, you know? Well, and honestly, um, just a quick note is like, when I think of, Maybe this is like a, a bit of a, an assumption, but when I think of the Jewish community, I think of a lot of like um, sort of, it feels very like stoic and like traditional and this, the things I know from the outside. Yeah. Um, and then when you watch this music video, you're like, what the heck? This looks yeah. so fun. Oh my yeah. gosh, they, they're having a blast. This yeah. is cool. Yeah, and, and ultimately that's the thing. It's like culturally, like the, they don't, really like photo being photographed all that much and all this stuff. And so, but this was a unique scenario where, uh, at least locally here, there's a big Hasidic, uh, community here. And locally, it seems like everybody kind of knows who Zusha is, you know? So they are like, they're just a well-known band. (laughs) So we like the first day, the first thing we did is we went into the synagogue to just shoot a bunch of B-roll and get our feet wet, you know? So, and, to, and that's where we were like, okay, we'll see, we'll kind of see how this goes. And, um, so we go in and it was just me and Tom and Zach and we were going to go and we're like, okay, Zach, just as long as you or somebody stays with us the whole time, just so we can have like somebody to help us navigate conversations and stuff. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we go in there and he's like, okay, cool. Like he just goes and starts praying and like, it was just us the whole time. And so we're just kind of navigating these wow. uh, conversations because we we're constantly having people coming up to us. Um, and I was just like, I was just like, oh yeah, we're shooting a music video for Zusha. They're like, oh, Zusha. Like everybody knows Zusha. And then everybody's just like, oh, like come over here. There's like, so we were, we were just like, yeah, we were very welcomed there, you know? At first, people were like, what are you doing here? But the second one, we were like, we're making a music video for Zusha. They're like, oh, I love Zusha. <laughs> so so it, was, it was so fun. I was just curious, like, how you planned for, like, the, the cultural aspects of it. You said you, you dove deep into research. You watched the Netflix show. What was it like, you know, after getting all that information, then um, working with the talent, did you guys in pre-production plan for some of this? Like, did they give you a heads up like, hey, don't talk to the women? Was that a conversation that happened between you and um, them? Not really. I mean, it was just very relaxed. And I think I, 
for me, it was like, I just want to do this for the experience. Like I really enjoy them and like to get to like meet all these people and see their world. And that, that's, that's why I wanted to do it so bad. And I wanted it like it's, I wanted it to be a portrait piece. You know, that's kind of the concept is like, we want to be super nimble and I want to pack as much footage as I can into a two, it ended up being two full days and then two, uh, like little short half days. Uh, it was only, yeah, it was only supposed to be two days, but it was just too good and too fun. We just kept going. In pre-production, did you creatively then, so there's like the technical side of it, but on the creative side, how involved were they and like what they wanted in the music video? Did you have like full creative control? No, it control? was a full collaboration. I didn't even want full creative control. I wanted, I wanted it to be a portrait piece. So I essentially was saying, uh, I mean, and also I just, I approached this however, like in the way that I would want to do it. I know it's like, if, you know, it, it wasn't a proper like film set at all. Like it was very like run and gun. So I was approaching it from a place of like, I want, I want to experience your culture, you know? I want to experience your people and like, I want to go inside the homes. I want to like, and I just, I kind of pushed, like I was like, to see what I, what we could do. And like, if they said, no, 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 we're not going to do that. Uh, I was just like, okay, cool, totally. And so, um, and it was all just kind of feeling that out and making sure I was always being respectful towards them and like, like they came to me with money, say we want to make a music video. I'm ultimately going to make the music video that they want me to make, uh, but I am 100% going to come in with all my thoughts and ideas. And any of them that there were that were shot down, I was like, okay. And it it kind of had to do with it was harder. Like we couldn't really get. It's hard to find people to like that would let us shoot like with their children and stuff like that. And I don't think there's any like women representation in the video. Uh, even though I was like, I, I wanted it, but I also was like, I'm not, I, I would never push that, honestly. Like it's, it's their video. And so, and there's a, there's a level of professionalism there that I really don't mind. I'm like, I, I want to, I want to make something that you are super happy with, you know? And so for me, it wasn't like, I'm not trying to push those boundaries too much. I'm trying to make a video that they are happy with and that I'm stoked on and properly it represents their culture, I guess, you know? And mm -hmm. so, yeah, it okay, was fun. So <laughs> I kind of have a question that like segues from pre-production into production. Um, so how much of this was scripted, so, uh, scripted slash improv? Like how much of it was like, built out beforehand like in a in a treatment or whatever you yeah. talked about mood boards versus when you got there day of and you're shooting and you're like oh let's let's do this what was that like yeah essentially what i did is i i just worked very closely with them uh because a, a lot of the pre-product they had to kind of be the producers on this um and coordinate with their people and locations and stuff i had no involvement with that I was essentially going back and forth. What we did is we kind of broke it into three days. Um, well, two and a half days. There's like the third third night was an, an event that I was just going to go to by myself, which is the thing with all the, the street event with all the fire and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but so we broke it into three days and essentially I'm a very visual person. So I broke it into a three day mood board. 
So day one is like synagogue B-roll, street B-roll in Brooklyn. Like we did a whole day in Brooklyn, uh, kind of running around. And then we we did, or we did it like a half day, kind of run around Brooklyn. That's the synagogue was a part of that. And then we went to Prospect Studios to shoot uh, like the portraiture, like the studio portraits um, of some of the dancing and stuff uh, at my friend Dylan, uh, Dylan Johnson, his studio, Prospect Studios. And which is actually kind of right in the area too. So this is all very close to each other and it's all in my neighborhood essentially. Uh, so yeah, essentially that was day one and then day two we, yeah, so I split it into like a, a Brooklyn day mm-hmm. and I have a mood board for all the stuff I wanted to capture on that day. Cool. And then the day two was like more upstate New York, this little town called Muncie. Uh, which is where we filmed a lot more in like houses and stuff, uh, families and like the the guitar shop was then, uh, we shot in the woods, the guy with the clarinet in the woods, which is my favorite shot. Yes. <laughs> so good. Is oh, that where you so shot, is, in Muncie, is it where, is that where you shot the portrait of the man with um, all the picture frames behind him? Oh, no, that was in Brooklyn. That was in Brooklyn. That was. Uh, I loved that shot. I think that oh, one was really memorable great. for me. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that was one of the first things we shot. We shot the mm-hmm. synagogue, and then we just started kind of walking the streets. What was happening, too, is like we were walking down the street, and I was like having them dance and stuff, and what would happen is people would just be like, oh, what are you doing? And then they'd want to be yeah. a part of it. So it was yeah. very easy. Yeah. And honestly, it was just so easy. <laughs> And I was just acting goofy. I was just like, I was like dancing. Like the whole thing shot on a tripod because I'm just behind the tripod. <laughs> so, okay. Dancing yeah, that's, with them. We need some behind the <laughs> I know, scenes I know. Somebody that. has to have something. Send it our way, please. And thank you um, if you hear this. But okay, so it it seemed like there was quite a few things that were um, improv. I... I that's correct, right? It's sort oh, of like absolutely. That's all I know how to do. Sure, I love that. <laughs> like okay, if I'm cool. going to direct something, yeah, there's a reason I'm not a director is because I can't direct. Well, I mean, maybe I could. I just don't really want to direct a lot of other stuff. Sure. But if I get to direct something where I get to just be a goofball and like dance and you know, sure. essentially, yeah. like I knew that's the dream. I knew I wanted <laughs> like s- synchronization, like. <laughs> In, in these ridiculous dance moves, because I think I've always just been a funny dancer and I like looking like a fool a little bit. So uh, I selfishly wanted to see that be done. <laughs> You're actually the perfect person to be like creating this because in order for the person in front of the camera to feel comfortable, the person behind the camera needs to feel comfortable yeah. being a goofball and having That fun, was my only know? goal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> It looked like so much fun. That's the, and that's the thing about this video. It looked like a freaking blast. I guess a question for you is what was one of your favorite memories from that day or those days, I should say. That's a great question. I mean, (laughs) day one, for sure. My favorite moment was us filming in the alleyway with, well, there's just so much goodness happening. There's, there was those two guys that are just friends of Zach's, I believe. And so he had them come meet us. And so that was the first thing we shot in the streets. I was like, this alleyway looks sweet. Like (laughs) there was no plan. I was just like, 
we're, there is a plan. The plan is let's walk around this area and see what we find, you know, and see what's photographable. That's what, that's, it all comes back to like the portraits. Like I, it was very low pressure. I was just like following what was inspiring to me and Tom was there too. And so together we're just like, oh yeah, that'd be cool over there. So anyways, we, we find this alleyway and that's the first spot on the street that we found that we were like, okay, we, we should film there. What we ended up doing is we left the synagogue and we we walked for like 15 minutes just down the street, kind of a busy street. And we just like found a few options for like, okay, we could film there, maybe over there. And, you know, we just picked our favorite one and that was the alleyway. And so <laughs> and that was the moment I was like, okay, this is happening because those guys showed up and I, I apologize, I don't remember their names, but um, they they were just down. I was like, okay, cool. I set up the camera. So I was like, okay, you can go stand over there, stand over there. And I was like, are you guys cool with like dancing and whatever? And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so I'm like, great, do what what I'm doing. And so I was just behind the camera. (laughs) I was just behind the camera, like kicking my feet and they're just mirroring me. And that's essentially what the, anytime you see dancing in the video, that's just what's happening. Um, Go I mean, well, I will say, well, that's how I started it. You know, that's how it began. And after that, they're just like into it. He starts like moving his head like this and like, <laughs> yeah. And they were, they were, they had equal energy to me. So it was like, it was just fun. Yeah. Side note, you, you know, that's the, that's the type of personality that could be like a bar mitzvah, like. You know, have you ever seen those or you ever hear those stories about people who are like go to bar mitzvahs and they're just like there to pump up the crowd? Yeah, no, I always felt like that was my calling. You could have it a is. side business. The, no, the I know. Movie I've always, yeah. real smooth is that. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. You should. <laughs> it seriously sounds like you were the perfect uh-huh. person to make this video Absolutely. happen. <laughs> Because, I mean, if I was, if that was me, you know, I would not be doing the same thing. The energy would be way different. (laughs) Well, I just like, I'm like, I, again, I'm not a director. And like, so it's like, I got nothing to lose with this. Did you direct this project? This one? Zusha? Yeah. Yeah. I did. Have you directed Uh, other projects? I'm like, not, I'm not trying to be a. So you're a director. (laughs) That's true. You are a director. I mean, you don't have to call yourself a director, but. I I would say I'm like a career DP, career DP steady cam. That's like what I. DP by choice, director by force. (laughs) No, I will definitely direct projects, but so choosy, so choosy, you know. I also, it's co-directed with Tom too. Like he, what Tom did is he, and this is what I'm so thankful for, because I can't do this. Um, again, sure, if I push myself, I just I wanted somebody there. I wanted I wanted the help. I love Tom, and he was perfect for this project. Tom Ford, shout out Tom Ford, one of the best human beings. Um, so, but he like when we got in the studio and stuff. That's like. He does like more, he does a lot of like fashion work and stuff like that and narrative. And so uh, I just wanted him there to kind of like direct the movements. When when I have to direct movements, all I could do is like, all right, kick, do some high kicks, <laughs> you know? But he was coming in with more of the portraiture st- stuff and, you know, so, and that was really cool. The studio stuff turned out really, really well. And the, oh my gosh, the guy like flipping his hat and stuff. 
Everybody was just such a little gem. So good. Too. Mm-hmm. They were so nice. I love that. And funny. Okay, so jumping into the DP aspect of it then, um, tell us a little bit. Let's get techie for a second. Tell us about what you were shooting on, what your setup was. I know you're a bit of a, a gearhead yourself. I'll just yourself, take a so. quick nap and let me know when you're done. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, so I, I wanted to stay super nimble. Uh, that was kind of the plan for the project was to... First of all, I wanted it to be small, nimble, and like non-invasive. So I and I have a couple black magics, so I opted for that, and just a, a very small portable tripod and like a backpack. Uh, so we were so just so we could move quickly, and so uh, I also have a set of rehoused like Russian Soviet lenses. Uh, so we shot a lot of it on the Helios. Uh, 50 millimeter because it gives that crazy the bokeh and swirliness <laughs> so that was how do you feel about those lenses <laughs> I love them I love them they're not for every project but if you can if you it, like this was a portrait session so the more depth of feel we can get the more like character I was just all about it so uh, why would you say they're not for for everything you know I wouldn't, my thought process in approaching a commercial as a DP is different than approaching like a music video or something like that, you know? Uh, again, for me personally, it's just, I, I want to, I'm, I'm just very aware of somebody's paying a lot of money for this. I want to make sure they're getting what they want. And so a project like this, I'm like, heck yeah, they're, they want it to be everything that I like, you know, the, the the creative t- decisions that I would make, uh, they were just they were kind of on board for everything. So uh, we could have shot it on my Alexa Classic that I love, but it's it would have been too much. That thing's a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we kind of kept so it nimble. You shot uh, you shot six K then B raw. Uh yes, yep. Day two we actually had a different approach. Day one was approached. Just me and Tom, no lighting, just run and gun. Uh, and then, except for the studio, uh, we were at Prospect Studios. We obviously had lights there, uh, did a portrait session. Day two was a little different. Tom was unavailable, so I ended up getting uh, my friend Alessandro. Again, I wanted to be nimble. I knew we were going to be going in and out of houses and stuff. So we just had like a, I think we just had my like little aperture kit, like a 120D and a 300D and some gels. Uh, and I have like an eight by that I just, I was having him like, we only really lit one room, which is my, one of my favorite scenes of the wine guy. We went to his house. So we really just, that's the only room we really spent time lighting. And, uh, so yeah, just small aperture kit and, uh, and yeah, Alessandro was so wonderful to have on. He's just like the sweetest guy. And so that was so fun. I have a question um, about sort of angles. So I noticed a lot of it is very straight on, but there were a few shots that you kind of did the hero um, angle. Was that intentional? Yeah. I mean, again, I, I, think, so. I think I I didn't really, I just approached it like I would a, a portrait session. You know what I mean? I was just shooting <clears throat> what I thought would look cool and, 
just him with his big like I don't know if it's like bear fur or something the big hat on I wanted that so bad and I got it <laughs> um, so he was just standing on the stump going like this and with the sky behind him I was like I don't know I it was just I couldn't not shoot that you know <laughs> yeah was there anything that you were just like during the shoot man that was hard okay this is actually crazy I, as I was making the mood board, I started coming across these photos of like these massive fires in the middle of streets and just everybody dancing. And I'm like, what the heck is going on right now? <laughs> and so I pulled a bunch of those photos and like in our next meeting, I was like, hey, what is this? What is, what's happening? And they're like, oh, that's a fest. It's a, a celebration called Lag Baumer, if I'm pronouncing it right. Uh, so or I had, I had found out that that's what it's called. So I was like, what is log bomb or what is that? And so, um, it's just like a, a tradition that they have and they go in the street, they build a giant fire and they just ha they just party. They have a good time. <laughs> and again, I don't know, I don't know the backstory of what it's all about. Um, but it's just like once a year and it happened to be happening the day after our shoot, like it was just so lucky. And so I was like, okay, obviously I'm going to that. And I just planned on going it, to it by myself. And Tom was like, no, nah, I'm coming. I'm definitely coming with you. <laughs> so yeah, just me and Tom hung out there. And he actually ended up staying later uh, than me. I had to like go for some reason. And he was still there like another like hour after <laughs> he's still I texting me. Yeah. What a cool experience. What yeah, a cool it was cool. Experience. It was very cool. That would, and so we're talking about challenges that, in particular, we, I mean, only like maybe two shots made it because it was just, it's very hard to film. It was so crowded. And um, yeah, like the whole, the whole video is like real portrait or portraiture or it's a lot of like portrait type shots. And that mostly just felt like B-roll because we weren't like pulling people aside and be like, all right, yeah. stand there. Like we weren't lighting anything. It was super dark. It was very dark. Sure. That was the problem. And we couldn't get that close to the fire. So we like, yeah, we stayed for a couple hours and got what we could. Uh, what we ended up doing is we ended up doing another pickup day at the ocean. So that really like filled in a lot of the extra <laughs> footage that we needed. And Tom also came with to that as well. Who edited this? Yeah. So my good friend, Brettley Ruggles, uh, she, I've been friends with her for a long time. I used to live in Northern California, uh, and we worked together a lot in the past, and she's an amazing editor. Uh, so, and she, I thought of her because I knew she's, I just knew she understood like the whimsicalness of this, and I just knew she would get it. So I just reached out, I was like, hey, I'm doing this video. Uh, I think this is even after, after we'd shot everything, I, I'd reached out to her if I remember correctly. Uh, so I was able to like send her the footage and stuff because I just didn't have time. I was gonna hopefully edit it myself, but um, yeah, just didn't have time. So I was able to send her the footage and she was immediately just so stoked. And I was like, okay. Um, so yeah, she crushed it. She really crushed it. I like to be hands off with the editing. You know, I really like and enjoy the pre-production and production. And when it comes to the edit, I think there's other people like, JJ, you're one of the fastest and most proficient editors that I know. I don't know how you do it, but I just know that there's Thank other you. people that are like 
very fast and they enjoy the process. And when I'm editing, I'm like pulling my hair out and, you know, I'm like, it's very hard. So, <laughs> Austin, you mentioned uh, this pickup scene that you did at the ocean. I know a little bit about that story, but I want to, I want you to tell the story of. Oh, I forgot. I don't know. I for, are you talking about, are you talking about the little critters? Yes. That whole, <laughs> that whole shoot, that whole evening I want to hear about. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> um, yes. Oh, this was the funniest day ever. So it was me and Tom met Zach and Shlomo there. And so they're there and they're, their whole get up and their hats and they look freaking awesome. And it's like stormy. It's like, <laughs> you can see there's like shots in where it's just downpour raining. And we're just like, well, we're here. It's been, it was like actually a scheduled nightmare to get us all there. Cause it was like, at this point it was all pro bono. Nobody's, you know, we're just working, trying to figure out all our schedules to find an evening where we can just snag some ocean shots. Uh, so we roll up and it's like pretty cold and about to rain. It wasn't raining yet, but I wheeled my, I had a little wagon. We just brought wagon my gear out there. <laughs> and so I'm the first one to get in the water. <laughs> and there I noticed that there's these like little sea monsters. I'm, I don't, it's, we ended up figuring out what they were. I don't know what they are now, but they, yeah, they look like little stingrays, but they're mm. like, they're like more plump. They're more like, they're like taller and, but like, sh I don't know, not as big as a stingray, but these little, little guys like walking on the sea floor and they were like freaky. <clears throat> and so I was like, I, well, they were, they were all around. So, I mean, we didn't let them touch us. That was the thing. Uh, it's like, they were kind of everywhere. And I was like, I think they're harmless, but I didn't really know. I'm already knee deep in the water. I think Tom was in the water with me too. I don't even know, but Shlomo was not having it. <laughs> Shlomo's the tall one. Shlomo was like, I'm not getting in there. No way. <laughs> no way I'm getting in there. And so it was kind of this thing of like, oh at the beginning, gosh. he like, kind of like went in like 10 you? feet and it's like really shallow. And so, um, what ended up happening, and there is great BTS photos of this all, uh, is like Tom is, so Tom ended up shooting that whole section because I was just in the water the whole time with them, like watching out for these critters. And I'd be like, I'd be waiting until they're like a foot from their feet. And I'll be like, okay, go, 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 go. And they'd be all mad at me because I like, <laughs> because they knew how close they were getting and they, were, they started not trusting me. <laughs> But I was like, I was like, oh, 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 okay, go, 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 go. <laughs> there, it was, oh, it was, it was crazy. Yeah, I forget what they're called, but it was so funny. Those are my favorite shots of the whole music video. Really? So worth okay, it, cool. I think. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. The music video has entered the world. People have seen it. I'm assuming they shared it as a, as a band. Did you put it out there as well? I did. Uh, I'm not great at sharing my work. And I guess I, I mean, I put it out there and I put it on my website and that that's kind of it, you know, and I, um, I'm really happy, happy with it and they can do whatever they want with it, you know? And so actually just today, I, 
I don't really go back and watch my stuff all that often. Like every like five, six months, I'll just deep dive and, you know, kind of be like, what did this year look like? <laughs> you know, type of thing. Uh, but it's doing pretty well. I mean, it's all really like everybody loves it. So yeah, I'm just like really, I'm happy with it, you know? And that's just like the, the cherry on top because ultimately like what, what I gathered from what you were telling us is you did this because you wanted to, because you wanted to learn about these people and their culture and, and honestly, you just wanted to do it. So that to have like affirmation is just the cherry on top, Yeah, you know? And honestly, that's why I love this job so much and, uh, why I'm trying to like, just keep going at least trying to be strategic in directions, because I feel like in some ways I feel like we have like the best job in the world because we essentially get paid to film things that people deem worthy enough to spend a lot of their hard earned money on making it or like capturing it and capturing it well, you know, like that's what professionally, that's what we do. And so that's why I love being a camera operator or DP is we get to see the world. We get to see different cultures. We get to travel and, you know, like one week, well, the three of us will be working on like an architecture (laughs) commercial piece. And then I'm like in the water shooting a music video. You know, it's, it is all over the place for me. It's like, that's kind of what it's about is, is the, the production of it and the, the, the paying attention, you know, I think that's my favorite part is like the, the day of, you know, the actual production of it. That's where I come alive personally. So, um, looking back on this project, is there anything like you would have done differently? No, (laughs) absolutely not. Yes. I love that. I mean, I think, well, okay, I'll, I'll, there's my general answer. Today when I watched it, I was like, I actually colored the footage, um, which I'm, I'm pretty happy. Like overall, I'm very happy with how it turned out. Uh, but I even, I noticed my mistakes there. You know, I think I could have done a better job <clears throat> making it a bit more cohesive, but I did the best that I could with the timeline that I had, you know, and I'm very happy with it. And people have been like, did you color this? Did you go? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I so wouldn't I, yeah, have noticed I'm, a single mistake in the coloring. So, you know, it's like, we you. think, we think that there are mistakes, but they're not. Yeah. yeah. I feel I'm, I'm just like, a, I'm, I am and probably always will be like an amateur colorist, but, uh, it is fun. Like this is a perfect project for the me. The thing to with coloring is that, that it's on, like, yeah. you don't, once the project's finished, like people don't necessarily, other than other filmmakers are not necessarily like, because they didn't know what it looked like before. They didn't know, they don't know what it could look like otherwise to them. It's just like, oh, that's how it was shot. Like, oh, it must've been a very moody evening, but actually it was a bright day and, and it was colored, you know, they don't know. And it's like, people just take it for how you put it out there. Yeah, totally. For sure. Yeah. I think coloring is, I, this year specifically, I have just, that has been the number one, uh, biggest thing that's fascinated me is, is coloring. And because I've realized how in my eyes, it's almost equally as important as like the, the capturing of the thing. Well, not equally as important, but it's, 
it has the potential to take it so much to a so much uh, so much higher level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it also has the capability of totally de- demolishing it. You know, if the footage gets treated wrongly, wrongly in the, the slightest way, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the yeah. whole thing might be shot. You mm. know, mm. if you don't get somebody who's properly uh, managing the the coloring, so. I have a lot of respect for colors. That's that's what I've gathered. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Okay, so I am curious. We're wrapping up here. We've only got a couple more questions. Who would you like or what project would you like to see featured on Featuring Filmmakers? You should get you should get my friend Brahm. He is a director and he he worked for Vivo for a couple of years, I believe, and directed a bunch of stuff with them. So a lot in the music realm, and uh, and so and he's just doing some really fun stuff out here. And he just did a short film, so maybe it could be the short film. But uh, I'm sure he's got a lot, a lot of projects. Cool. Well, Austin, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about this project. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Me too. And thanks for making this project. I think it's going to be an inspiration to many. Thank you. It's a great, great project. You should be proud of it. Yes, you should. So thank you. Thank you. And thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Featuring Filmmakers is made possible by Harvest Film Company. To dive into content about these projects that we discuss, you can go to our blog on featuringfilmmakers.com where we have everything laid out with behind the scenes, the original project discussed, and additional episodes there. So check us out at featuringfilmmakers.com. Thanks so much for listening. Love you. Bye.